see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello. 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 So, what did y'all do today? Well, aren't you going to like doing your stupid window sounds? Aren't you going to start the show? I guess. I mean, it's your week, I think. <laughs> Welcome to another fantabulous episode of In the Stacks with Barry. Latoya. And T'Challa. Yay! The gang's back together. So, T'Challa. <laughs> T'Challa is back. Uh, he did represent the show at Dragon Con. I did? Uh, yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I was going to ask him if, if there was like, you know, a get together of in the Stacks fans mm -hmm. or maybe even a Stacks panel that he, you know, got to sit in on. No. No? Nope. No. Oh. Well, you could have just lied and, you nope. know, it would have been much more interesting. <laughs> nope, you can't encourage okay. your son to lie. But how was Dragon Con? It was fun. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, that's, that's that's about it. Yeah. Well, what was it, it, it that it, was it. fun about it? What did you get um, to do or see I got or? To uh, we I went to a panel on solar astronomy. Oh, that's interesting. So I got to stare at the sun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I asked him, did he meet anybody famous? But no. Um, no, no. A lot of people weren't there this year. Yeah. I noticed on the the website, the list of people who had canceled was way longer than the list of people who were going to be there. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah. So you didn't meet any famous people at all. I met this one artist guy. Who was he? Um, I don't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but you had a good funny. time. I had fun, though. See, yeah, that's, yeah, he said that's he had fun. important. Yeah. I told him, I said, did you see Timothy Zahn, who was there, the Star Star Wars officer? He was like, he was there? I was like, yeah, I saw pictures oh of him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> where, where was he? I don't know. He was on a couple of panels. One of them was a panel that was just all uh, New York Times bestselling authors. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it sounded like y'all didn't go to any, like, like, geeky panels. Not really. Huh. So, okay. See, for me, that's what it's all about. It's like, oh, we got to go to this panel, and then we got to go to this panel. I got to meet this person, and but yeah. So, do you have plans to go next year? Oh yeah, yeah. I what about you, Barry? You haven't I haven't even thought about bit. it. No. Oh okay. Yeah, I was about to say you haven't been in yeah. a little bit. Yeah, because we didn't we didn't go last year, but the year before that. Uh, T'Challa and I went. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, a bunch of my friends were, um, you know, guests again this year. Mm -hmm. um, I, I haven't applied to be a guest since like 2013. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'll apply to be a guest again. Maybe, but. yeah. 
you'll yeah. I'm sure you'll have some new book you're you're hawking. So yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I've got two books in formatting right now, so I don't know which one will come out first. Um, and then this thing I wrote several years ago now um, that actually pairs uh, a, this uh, AC Comics character Night Vale with my Lazarus Gray mm -hmm. um, has finally been approved by AC Comics. It took way too long for them to actually read it and approve it. But um, <laughs> hopefully that will be out, you know, sometime fairly soon. Okay. Yeah, the background, you're, the way you're coming through sounds really weird this week. I don't know. There's like oh, yeah, I'm the using there just seems like there's static or some sort something on the line, but whatever. Hmm. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, somebody, you know, outside uh, across the street is mowing the grass. No, I can't hear that. It just seems a little bit more distort. There just seems to be some, some distortion on your end. Have you cleaned your ears recently? Yes, I have cleaned my ears recently. <laughs> anyway, so last week, I know that, you know, obviously T'Challa wasn't on the show, but since then, both of you guys have seen the new Marvel movie. We're going to go see it tomorrow. Did you guys talk about it? Like, since seeing it? Yeah. 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 That is... Uh... <laughs> Wow, I'm like, I'm trying. I am so trying right now. <laughs> My new favorite Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, you know, obviously. It's not my favorite. Mm hmm But uh, it's, it's definitely in the top five. Definitely. Um, it's really, really good. Uh, you know, of course, uh, I think T'Challa knew nothing about the character going in. Right, and right? I don't either, essentially. I've seen a trailer. Yeah, I know. I know a good bit about the character. They changed a lot for the movie. I mean, a lot. Um, but I still really enjoyed it. Uh, so was it, it a I good mean, change they, or a bad change? Um, you know, it's just different. You know, I mean, the original comic book was more like a James Bond type series, only okay. with this. Kung Fu guy as the lead guy, character. Mm -hmm. um, and in the comic, he was um, very much a pacifist. He hated fighting. He despised the fact that he had been trained to be this weapon, but he fought because he felt that he had to stop his father, who was a criminal. Um, and in the comics, his father is a character named Fu Manchu, mm -hmm. who uh, you may recognize because there's like, you know, a, a bunch of novels and a bunch of movies that okay, Christopher yeah. Lee made where, yep. he, where he played Fu Manchu. Mm -hmm. And uh, and uh, so in the, the comics, that's who his dad is. And um, Shang-Chi hangs out with, um, you know, a bunch of characters from the, the Fu Manchu novels. But Marvel no longer has the rights to Fu Manchu. Oh, okay. So they, they had to change who his father is and all of that kind of backstory. And this is mu this is not really a spy movie. It's more of a fantasy movie. Okay. Um, but it you know it's really cool. I definitely like to see more movies. And Aquafina is in it. I expected her to be really annoying. Yeah. Um, but actually, she was she was good in this. Okay. Um, 
you know, and I like the guy who plays uh, Shang-Chi. Um, and the guy who plays his dad is awesome. Um, and I even like the, the, the lady who plays his sister. She's really good, too. I, I think his dad was my favorite character. Uh, his dad was really, pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd have been interesting because he's not just a villain. I mean, he is a villain, but not just a villain. Um, I would I'd be interested in just seeing a whole damn movie about him doing things during his life. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Chichala, what was it about this particular Marvel movie that you felt exceeded the the ones that came before it? Because, I mean, now you're saying it's your favorite. Why is that? Okay. It has everything a great movie needs. Eldritch Horrors, Kung Fu, um, let's see here, Immortals. Kaiju. Kaiju. Kaiju fighting, for that matter. <laughs> and, um, oh yes, uh, good old-fashioned uh, Japanese mythology. Yes. Okay. Right. If it had, Not Japanese, right. sorry, Chinese. Chinese, yeah. I'm, it, yeah. If it had had titties... It would have been the greatest film ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. So is this one of the um, ones I'll, that they plan on doing a, a sequel to, or or no? Yeah. Is it not? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it, it's already it, it, set a record. They basically said it in the credits. Yeah. Yeah, there's something that happens during the, the, the end credits that, I mean, it's certainly going to lead into something, whether okay. it's a sequel it or... Into, I think one of them leads into the Eternals, probably. And the other one yeah maybe it leads into the eternals yeah you're right yeah, yeah. it would have to i, I would think because yeah i mean that one's isn't that the next marvel movie to come out oh yeah it's like next month yeah, yeah. so so that would make sense and, yeah we're getting eternals in october and then uh spider-man in december yeah that's just crazy uh, <laughs> we don't usually get that many marvel movies in in a year so that is pretty they got back right yeah right. we just got stuck with it yeah so. Yep. But you know, I'm actually more excited about Eternals after seeing um, yeah. Shang-Chi. Because... I, I, don't, I don't think you can quite watch Eternals without seeing Shang-Chi. Well, for me, it was like Shang-Chi, I'll admit, I was probably the least excited about this one for, of any Marvel yeah, movie in a long same. time. Yep, same here. Uh, just because, yeah, you know, I, I really, I only went to see it because it was a Marvel movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I loved it. Some of the action sequences in this I, are some of the best action sequences yes. I have ever seen in a I, movie I think ever. Probably like one of the first fight scenes is one of the best I have yeah ever seen. The one on the bus to yes, me. Yes, that's the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, the one on the bus is was about five to ten minutes of just pure insanity. It was yes. awesome. Cool. Um. But yeah, now that I've seen this, you know, I wasn't too excited about the Eternals either. Yeah, neither I was I. Yeah. But if they can make this one this good, then I'm yeah. really curious what they're going to do with the Eternals. Maybe I'll love that one too, you know? Um, so, yeah. Hmm. So you, well, you haven't seen it yet? No, no. We didn't. We were wanting to see it last weekend, and then we are just like, ah, we'll just stay home. Um, but I think tomorrow it'll be myself and Kay and Miles and Gwen will go see it tomorrow together because we haven't like um, Gwen told me the last movie we saw in theaters together well at least me and her was Onward and that was in March of 2020 so we have not been to the theater in what a year and a half Um, so so I'm looking forward to it and I mean it's, it's fitting that the first movie back would be a Marvel one 
Yeah. Because like with Black well, Widow, I, that would have been the intent had they not released it on on you know Disney Plus. We just bought it and watched it all together. But since this one, what is it? You had said there's like a 45 day wait for it to hit Disney Plus. So I was like, yeah, I, I do want to see this one in the theater. Yeah, I do think it's interesting the the way some different um, streaming networks are handling this this thing because like on HBO Max, you know, when they release something. It's just included with HBO Max. Yeah, and I, like, I, um, I noticed gonna... that they're doing some theatrical releases on HBO coming up, I guess. I mean, I don't watch HBO as often. Well, yeah, well, it, just recently, you know, I mean, they did um, the King Kong versus Godzilla. We watched it on HBO Max. Oh. And, um, and this weekend, they have a horror movie out that I know you don't care about, but a oh. lot of people are excited about called Malignant. And um, it's... I'm probably gonna just watch it on HBO Max because I don't have, I don't even have to do like I do on Disney Plus where you pay extra buy it. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's included with my HBO Max, like even that. though it's in theaters debuting this weekend. Um, so, I you know that's interesting uh, the way they're doing it. Yeah, I mean I don't mind that Disney does kind of like the pay-per-view model when it comes to some of these movies. It it doesn't bother me that much. The price is a little bit higher than I'd like to pay just because you know i'm like right. I already paid for the subscription but i mean i don't mind i like the convenience of it but you know for the when we talked about this before as far as with the pandemic and what it did to like movie theaters and stuff and that experience i am looking forward to that experience again of being in a movie yeah. theater so so yeah that'll be cool so i'll be sure to let you know what i think of it once um once we've seen it but yeah. yesterday my um, husband and i did go out for like a so I guess you could call it a date our wedding our I think it's our ninth wedding anniversary is on Tuesday and so we got tickets to go see Atlanta United play yesterday we won ah, three, did they win three nil yep it was a great game um and yeah so we went to Mercedes-Benz Stadium we bought a shit ton of stuff which was a shit ton of money um but we had a great time so you know we we just end up getting some more jerseys and stuff and we're we're snobbish in that we want like you know the official stuff so the stuff adidas makes because there's other licensed products but we like the adidas stuff so so yeah but we had a really good time it was cool we were at the game eating some chicken wings um it was but but yeah it was it was cool and i mean it was just the the only thing like so they tell you that mat wearing masks are strongly recommended but most people don't wear masks we were we were wearing masks through the whole game except for when we ate um right otherwise we just had them on and but it was definitely the minority of people that were wearing masks everybody else just it was like oh what covid <laughs> so so yeah but it was it was it was a lot of fun and we're hoping to repeat that experience sometime soon so so is it how is atlanta united doing this season um not so so strong i think they've been through like three coaches so um it's been a wow. lot of down well yeah it's been a lot of up and down this season because there was a there was a period i think they were like on a, like an 11 game losing streak um and then they got rid of the coach and got another one um but i mean they they still there's still hope for them to be in the in the you know the playoffs and stuff but they're not as strong this year and i think part of the issue too is that like our star player which is joseph martinez 
he to me seems like he's never here he's always on like international duty you know going and playing for his own country so right. you know yesterday's game he wasn't there um and you know he was missed it, it certainly gives you know when the star player is not there it certainly gives others an opportunity to shine and that was the case last night because his his partner i guess you could say barco he was able to almost complete a hat trick last night so so yeah i mean it was it was it was cool but i'm hoping that they have a stronger showing once we get into the playoff situation because you know having right. won the mls cup in 2018 we, we need that thing again <laughs> yeah i understand that it's a very very different team since then yes it, uh, they gutted the team the original coach that came in after tata gutted the team i mean it was insane um so right I mean, now were they, were they, were they like over budget or something or why no, would I just they think he, i guess you know maybe it's that you know how each coach or whatever comes in with their own vision and yeah. so it was frustrating because you know we're like we were Tata left in 2018, so he was with the team for two years. Um, and, you know, we thought that it was a very cohesive team. At one point, we had Nagby on the team. We had some really great talent. And they just gutted the, the team out um, and started rebuilding. And in some cases, people who had been on the roster from the beginning but never really got to see any playtime, they started to come into the mix. But... Um, I, I think it was a disservice what was done to the team um, after the 2018 MLS Cup. So we'll see how it works. But, I mean, it's still our team. We love watching them play. Um, we enjoy – we still very much enjoy going to Mercedes-Benz Stadium to see them play. Um, right. But, but yeah. So it was, it was just – it was nice fun, and it was a nice enough evening yesterday as far as us having to walk back to the car and that kind of thing. It was – it was nice, a nice evening in Atlanta. Cool. So what were you going to say? I think I cut you off before you were able to start something. Uh, I, d I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't remember. What's going on with you? Um, what As far as like school or your writing, what's, what's going on? Any news? Uh, so Lisa of Blackpink, uh, yes. you know, really uh, her first solo uh, thing yesterday mm -hmm. uh, called La Lisa. Uh, and uh, it's very catchy. Uh, it's it, very repetitive, it's, but it's very catchy. It, it is. And it's, it sounds very much like a Blackpink song. I mean, she even makes reference to Black and Pink. Um, but I thought it was kind of cool. I told you when you sent it to me, because obviously I wouldn't have known otherwise. I thought that they certainly, it was a big budget kind of um, video. Oh, yeah, video. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Very, there's so many scene changes and costume changes and i mean it's it it was it's high quality <laughs> so yeah. i do i do like um, it they did release also a you know a kind of a b-side oh, uh, which they? is called money yeah i haven't sent you that one but yeah money is good too it's um it's about you know money um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i mean it, that's what it's about you know it's about it's it's very much a uh you know i don't know how you would call it but there, there's a segment of hip-hop these days that's all about you know making money and having right, money right. and spreading out large numbers of 20 dollar bills in your hands in the videos mm -hmm. um, it's very much that kind of song so that um, one has a video some, as well no there's no video for okay, it okay. but i just talked about the lyrics you know 
Oh, okay. Um, oh, so there's a lyric video to it. No, I, I listened to the lyrics. Oh, I didn't know if, like, because, you know, when they're not, when they haven't made one, at times they just right, do a lyric right. one. So I just assumed that, okay. All right. Well, no. I will have to find yeah, it. I mean, yeah, I haven't even looked for a lyric video. Maybe there is a lyric video of it, you know. Okay. But, um, I would think by now some fan would have made one, so. Yeah. But it, it's it's catchy, too. Um, but, yeah, I'll send you that one. Okay, um, cool. Have you, gotten, have you gotten anything from Amazon yet? No. Not a thing. All right. I'll have to look. Yeah, that's um, just weird. Yeah, Amazon think- doesn't take this long, usually, to, to unless it's from one of those sellers or something. Yeah, it's from uh, one of their sellers. Oh, okay. um, oh here it is. It says, because I, I ordered you the Kiss uh, Unplugged mm-hmm. uh, CD. Yeah. And um, it says, I'm going to track the package. All right. It says it was shipped with USPS. Okay, so that's problem number one. Yeah, it was shipped uh, September 3rd. And it's supposed to be to you by between the 10th and the 17th. Okay. So. so maybe closer to the 17th. It wasn't in the mail today. So. Yeah. But yeah, I it's, it's one of my favorite uh, Kiss albums. And I think that you'll, you'll like it. So. If you say so, you know, you, I think you believe you know my taste and then you realize you really don't. So. You know, I've turned you on to Robbie Williams, uh, all, too many uh, UK artists to count. That is true. I uh, turned you on to Blackpink. Mm-hmm. Um, I turned you on to Lady Gaga. I was the one that who introduced is true. you to Gaga. Very, very true. Uh, Ava Max, I introduced you yep. to her. Well, I mean, I don't get introduced um, to new music unless you tell me about it. So, exactly. but I'm just saying that so. sometimes, like, false positive, those moments happen, and it's like, Barry, what the hell are you thinking? So, so yeah. I told you, I told you that felt positive was like Whatever. a terrible movie of the week. A, you, you didn't say it was a terrible movie of the week. You just said it was a movie of the week. And sometimes some of those end up being halfway decent. And that one was just disturbing. Uh, that was a great movie. It, it was, was like disturbing. so epic. <laughs> so epic. so uh, next week, uh, all my classes start our novel units. Okay. Because um, we're almost in October. Yeah, that's insane. You know, that's the incredible part is, you know, at the end of December, all these kids are gone. Um, wow. I have like whole new kids in January. Yeah. So it's, wow. it's weird. Um, anyway, so my ninth graders, um, we're going to be reading The Hate You Give, mm-hmm. um, which I've taught before and I had a really good time with it. And, um, you know, hopefully it will be somewhat of high interest to them. Um, I'm and still avoiding age, it, you know, just because of the subject matter, but. Yeah, it's, you know, I'd recommend seeing the movie, even if you don't want to read the book. I, I don't know. Um, no, no, no. I don't like anything that's generally race based or but, anything that. No. It's really good. Um, then my AP lit kids, um, we're going to be doing multiple things. But the first thing, the first two weeks, we're going over uh, Macbeth. Uh, which is my favorite Shakespeare, of course. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. Um, and then we'll spend probably about four weeks on um, Slaughterhouse Five um, by Kurt Vonnegut. It'll be interesting teaching that one because that's a that's a real mindfuck novel. <laughs> um, 
So I think some kids will really enjoy it. I think some kids are going to be minds blown, mm. you know, because uh, it's it. There's a lot of it's it's told non chronologically. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of jumping around of time. There's a lot of he's very unreliable narrator. So it's like you could interpret it as you know he's just crazy. And most of this stuff doesn't happen, um, or it all happens. You mm -hmm. know, it's up to you, really. Um, and there's a lot of things that are like metaphorical and allegory, because um, on the surface, it's just about this dude who becomes unstuck in time and eventually gets kidnapped by aliens. He put him naked in a zoo, and they made him with this porn star and uh, oh, all this kind of stuff. But it's all. But it's at its core, it's an anti-war book. Um, I can so, that leap. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting teaching it. Um, you know, but I, I have some really good kids in the AP classes, so mm -hmm. I, it'll be interesting. Okay. Um, right now I'm reading uh, City of Bones, which is the first book in the Mortal Instruments series. Um, it's pretty good so far. Um, I just finished reading a book called The uh, Apples of Iden, which was sent to me by a fan. Um, he had, he's been reading all my books, and so he asked me, he thought he would, I would like this one. He said, if he sent it to me, would I read it? And I said, sure. And so he mailed me a copy of the book, and, um, and I did read it. It was, it was interesting. It was not probably anything that I would have ever bought for myself. Right. Um, but I did enjoy it, but it's like book one of like 16. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed it, but I'm not sure, you know, if I want to make that kind of commitment, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I go on to number two, then it kind of feels like, yeah, all right, I'm I'm going down this road, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about it. So, um, let's see, what else? Um we talked about we talked about clickbait on the show last week, right? We did, we did. Have T'Challa has, has have you seen it? No. No. What do you mean? He doesn't know anything about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you should definitely I see this, it. I watched this amazing show on Netflix called Clickbait. It was eight episodes, and I thought I had it all figured out multiple times, um, but I finally completely one hundred percent figured out what the fuck was going on. And then realized I was completely fucking wrong. Yep. And so uh, Latoya and her husband basically insulted me when I told them this. And they're like, well, we're really good at this kind of stuff. Yep. And so they watched it. And then they, too, were yep. totally fucked up. And I, a couple of my students watched it, and they were completely – everybody has the same reaction, which is like, I did not see that coming. Yep. But then everybody is like, okay, all right, I do it, – it's not unfair. You know, sometimes you'll see a, something that has like a shock twist ending, and you're like, that came out of nowhere. I do not accept that. But this one does make sense. It's just – I don't think anybody would have ever figured it out. It's so subtle. Yep, very, very, yeah. Which is, is, which is very impressive because I would not call this series subtle in any way um, except for that. So, yeah, um, it's something to else. consider uh, watching, T'Challa. Yeah. 
Um, I think if you watch the first episode, you'd get hooked. So. Okay. Um, we're continuing to love Lower Decks, the Star Trek series. We watched it again today. What if um, this week's episode was the Marvel Zombies? It was really good. Um, let's see, I'm still loving um, Brooklyn Nine Nine this season. Uh, American Horror Story is off to a great start. And this season of uh, the series Slasher has been just amazeballs. Uh, it has been the most graphic TV series I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, people are not just getting killed. They are getting literally eviscerated on screen. Wow. They are getting run through uh, wood chippers. Okay. Uh, it, it, the special effects have been just fucking amazing. Uh, and the story has been awesome, too. So... If you like really gory horror, uh, you need to be watching Slasher. It used to be on Netflix, but now it's a Shudder exclusive. So season three is on Shudder. Um, and Shudder, by the way, well worth the $10 a month if you're a horror fan. $10? Um, Oof. Yeah. Oh, it's well worth it. Um, I, I usually watch... During the school year, I'll watch maybe like two things a week on it. Mm-hmm. Um but I definitely get my money's out of it, my money's worth out of it. And during the summer, you know, there would be days I'd watch like four movies on it during oh, it one day. Okay. Because um, well, it's a mix of classical and new stuff. And so I did you know. actually end up watching Untold, which is what you had mentioned. The specific episode being Malice at the Palace. It was the first one. Um, and so I oh, watched yeah. the series thus far. So I've caught up I haven't watched anything besides Malice at the Palace. Yeah, there's Deal with the Devil. Um, I forgot what that one was about. Um, it's... Yeah, I can't... Um, oh, it was about the first female rest, um, boxer um, who was yeah. mainstream. I forgot her name. But she was repped by... Um, what is his name? Yeah, the oh guy with big hair, right? Yes. Oh my gosh, I don't know why my name, the name is Don King. There we go. Yeah. Um, but it was just a very interesting story because then she 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 was a lesbian, but then she was married to her manager. For, you should, I mean, you should watch the series itself. So there's that one. There was um one called Crime and Penalties, and it's about um this basically a mafia guy buying his son a hockey team like for real that like actually happened and just kind of everything that happened there um and then the the um there's an episode on kate caitlin jenner which was interesting um because obviously it was talking a lot about the olympics period and everything that kind of happened during it leading up to it and then after it and that you know like caitlin jenner's believes you know it's like yes that's bruce's accomplishments um and you know she she is different from that now or you know she's her actual self but she respects everything that bruce did um either either way it was it was a good episode um so there's supposed to be more of it i there's another episode that i think it's just came out um this is about american tennis um marty Mm -hmm. fish face mental health challenges um anyway so i i mean i found it more interesting as a series not just that one-off episode um i did right. we finally finished off shameless which which ended this year and i was just del- 
just I don't know I didn't want it to end so I waited forever for us to finish it up great series definitely not something you would ever watch with a child anywhere near the room um yeah and then I'm huh I've seen a few episodes yeah I mean I just I love it 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 ran for 11 seasons um and you grow up you know it's like you see the kids grow up and I mean it's just it shows a side of America that I certainly wouldn't I I don't know it's interesting um and then I did decide to try out only murders in the building um because I was like you know for one of course I love Steve Martin and Marty Short or you know but I didn't like going into it I didn't think it was going to be that good to be honest like because I was like them plus Selena Gomez I'm like that's just weird but we were hooked after the first episode <laughs> we, we um we've enjoyed it so There's we some still other teachers have told me i need to watch it do you what i said some other teachers have told me i need to watch you do, it you do because like i said you know i'm like i love 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 steve martin but i hadn't seen him anything in a long time it felt like um and you just fall into it and it's yeah it's it again it starts off a little weird like the almost the very first scene is hilarious but it's it it does catch you so i would i would certainly suggest that you watch it and i mean i'm certainly glad that i can see it based on me being able to use your hulu login um but it's it's been worth watching and they are doing it where they're dropping an episode each week so like every tuesday they drop an episode so i haven't seen the one from this past tuesday and then lucifer is back um for season six so we're gonna go back and start watching those as well i still haven't watched ap bio and um i have not yet started the final season of um grace and frankie i think there's only four episodes Um, so i did finally um finish schitt's creek um (laughs) how did 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 it end in a way that you were okay or yeah and you know there are you know, if if anybody told you that I cried during the last episode, um, you know they're lying. Okay, I, I all did, right. I did not cry. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was it was it was kind of <laughs> still kind still kind of gets me in the feels a little bit, and uh, mm-hmm. I miss them. I miss them. Oh, uh, yeah. I oh, I mean, about, it, uh, it to- happens when you when there's series that really just just stick with you. Because I mean, I still feel that way about Parks and Rec. I remember that it was very hard to let that go. Yeah, well, and I've never seen a show where the characters grow so much and so naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't feel because sometimes you know at the end it's hard. It's like even hard to even remember them as the same characters. You know, but like in this one, I mean, you can. It makes sense why they they changed and why they grew and it felt very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, the first few episodes, uh, you know, I've thought about going back and watching it already, but I, you know, I don't know. Man, they they were such different people to begin with. You know, it'd be so weird. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. Well, I do do have it on my list, so it is one of the ones I plan to watch. Yeah. So T'Challa, anything yeah. with you? Have you been watching anything? Or I know that I guess in your in your world, um, you recently had a birthday. So happy belated birthday. 
yes, uh, thank you. <laughs> You're not really you watching anything? Um, no, I haven't really been watching that much lately. Um, n nothing that interesting going on with me. <laughs> I've, I've been kind of busy. Now, now he's been though um, doing. He's been playing Grand Theft Auto. Oh yeah. A lot. Really? GTA, okay. Uh, yeah, online. So oh that's been his gosh. game of choice as of lately. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I'll, I'll be watching him sometimes, you know, as he runs over hoes and steals police cars. Oh, my gosh. The OG yeah. when it came to people being like, video games are the devil. They're just such a bad yeah. influence on people. And <laughs> yep, that is wow. I yeah, I totally forgotten about that game, to be honest. <laughs> oh, it's still really popular. Um, yeah. A lot of my kids play it, you know, still. Which um, is hilarious because yeah. again, it's like you know how long that get, that series has been out at this point. So, wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. But there's some there's something universal. Everybody loves you know stealing cop cars and, and running over hoes. You know, they're running over hoes. I mean, it's it's a human instinct. <laughs> so. Okay. So um, this you know I'm a big lover of Marvel Unlimited. It's mm -hmm. uh, always been like pretty much my favorite app. I pay you know yep. basically like. You, know, you were it, you it, were it, very early adopter like, to that to that app. I remember. Yeah, it's about eight or nine dollars a month, and I get access to pretty much everything Marvel's ever published. Right. Well, on Thursday, they unveiled a major, major update to the app. Okay. Uh, it's it looks very, 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 very Netflixy now. Hmm. Um. And there's some things about it that look cool. I mean, I can't deny the opening animation screen. Pretty damn cool. But they've also, like, totally fucked up my library. Um, where before, I could, like, mark individual issues. Like, every week when new comics come out, I'd add, you know, these issues to my library. And I would read them. And now, everything that I have ever read, the entire series is now in my library. Wow. So maybe maybe I tried just the first issue of something. Well, now the whole damn thing is in my library. Um, I either can get rid of the whole thing or keep the whole thing. But like the issues, because normally my library, for me, I was just using as, you know, my to read stack, you know? Yep. Because there was no need for me to add the amazing Spider-Man to my library because the whole series is there in the app anyway. Right. You know, right. But anyway, so that's weird. Um, it's very difficult to search for specific issues now. Um, but at the same time, you know, I assume they'll, they'll work these kinks out, you know. Um, but yeah, and I continue to use the DC Universe app for my DC reading. But, uh, right, which but is yeah, less. The, the Marvel Universe one. Yeah, like these days, um, like there was a week a couple of weeks ago with the new DCs, I didn't I didn't add anything to my to read this. Um, and this week I added two books, but like on Marvel, usually there's between eight and twelve books a week, you know, I read. Um, and then of course, you know, in Marvel there's there's like series that I will read. Um, so I recently reread or read the entire Immortal Hulk series. Which was like 50 issues, and now I'm reading through um, 
the Marvel team-up series that Robert Kirkman wrote in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Kirkman of The Walking Dead and Invincible. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about the change to the app yet. Okay. Yeah. What about you? What about me? <laughs> I already talked about what happened to me. I mean, we met like... Well, we you said last happened. week... You said last week that you had started reading again. Yes, I am still reading. I just finished. I'm um, more than halfway through Did my. You ever read? Did you ever read that um, that Showtime Lakers book? No, I keep forget. Oh, it's because it's on. Yeah, I haven't read it. I always forget about my stuff on Kindle because I prefer to read stuff on you know my iPad. So I think uh. I bought it on Kindle and didn't remember that it was in my library. So no, I haven't read that but that i am still, still reading my, uh, okay yeah i'm still reading i still i'm reading every day and i'm you know at the very least i read a chapter a day um my my ultimately i like to do at least two in the day just so, so that i can finish the books faster but um it's still been really really relaxing and you know something that i had genuinely missed yeah well, good. Um, you know, I mentioned uh, all the things that I've recently finished writing, um, uh, you know, because I, I wrote recently, you know, finished two novels, and then I wrote, I just finished writing a short story for um, Pro Se. Um, so now I, I don't know what I'm going to write next. Um, yeah, it kind of feels good not to have anything that I have to write, but then it kind of feels, you know, worrisome. I don't really know what I'm going to write next. Um <laughs> uh, so I'm just kind of trying to let it, you know, come, you know. I'm sure it because, will. I mean, I, I could write, you know, book 15 of Lazarus Gray, but I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 and then, <clears throat> you know, I could, I, I thought about doing a sequel to Omnium Gatherum, which was the the novel that I just finished. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It, it, may, it may just be a, yeah, it may just be a one-off. Um you say that now, but it maybe it's just that you're not really in the headspace for it to do a sequel. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, I did a book about Lilith, um, you know, uh, Adam's first wife. Um, and, uh, and, and it was fantastic. I think it turned out wonderful. And I was like, hey, this feels like a new series, but I still haven't done book two. Yeah, um, again, it you know, your mind just needs to rest and, and figure itself out when it's ready. So you may go back to it, you yeah. don't know. Yeah, maybe. No, no. Yeah. So are you still writing? Any, you, huh? What? Are you still writing say, anything at all? Me? Yeah, you haven't updated um, your blog or anything in like. I've, yeah, no, I've stopped writing. Um, I. There are reasons why I stopped, and reasons obviously why I haven't restarted. Um, I still feel like, in some ways, I don't really have a lot to say but I don't know it just hasn't felt right kind of like just with you and your writing in general I just haven't really felt like writing anything so I haven't I mean which is unfortunate because you know much like reading or anything else you know if you don't if you don't do it then you kind of lose it um but yeah I'm not really ready yet to write anything Hmm. okay so not even poetry huh 
Yeah, not even poetry. I mean, I, I have stuff going on in my life. I just, I don't know that period of me writing poetry about it. Just, I, I guess in a way, ended. So, I don't know. That sounds very sad. It, it is. I mean, I guess maybe I'm like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm more of an adult at this point that I can just kind of work it out in my head and not necessarily put anything in on write, you know, in writing or I, I don't know. I do occasionally think about writing, but no. Hmm. Okay. A lost love. That's what it is. <laughs> so T'Challa, are you doing anything of a creative nature at the moment? Um, I'm currently making a PowerPoint on immunology. Mm. That's interesting. Well, actually. As, as I speak currently. Uh -huh. okay, that's what he's working on right now during the show. Well, yeah, we know that he's just kind of here, not here, here. <laughs> like um, so I did tell him earlier, though, I did mm -hmm. tell him earlier, though, that he needed to come up with something for us to discuss. Okay. So, uh, so what did you come up with? Give me a second. Oh, okay. my gosh. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Only T'Challa. All right, so the second has passed. Um, he needed that second to stop the whatever he would wrap up with the thought he was in for immunology. Then he had to shift gears and think about something else. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Who was your worst teacher? Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. All right, you want to go first? And, and you know, why? Um, no, you go first on this one. Huh. Um, you know, that one's harder than, like, my my best teacher, I think, actually. Um, yeah, my best teacher is, I could name, I could just name that really, you know, very easily. But, like, in my mind, I'm thinking about it. Well, they were worst more so because of me not liking either the subject matter and thus that made them the worst. Or, you know, trying to figure out who really was the worst teacher. Um, you know, and for, for me and you, it's it's been a minute since we've been in school. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, I know for me, the worst, the worst teacher I felt was my French teacher. Only because she, she was the only teacher that ever gave me a D in a class. And she messed you know obviously a d fucked with my gpa um so i just didn't like her i ended up with t taking her having to take her twice uh, miss dubois or no miss bois yeah and yeah i just i did not like the, that experience because i felt like in her class i actually felt stupid um mm -hmm. and it's not that i i think part of it is just I think the timing of like what was going on in my life at that time. I mean, obviously this was, this was in high school. Um, I think it was my sophomore year or so. And so, I mean, there are a lot of reasons why I wasn't that, I wasn't my best self in that class. And it was one of those times where I felt like, well, just my, my work ethic overall and up to that point should have carried more weight. <laughs> like I wanted to be able to phone this one in and I couldn't. Um, so that's the only reason why she was the worst teacher because I wasn't my best self. Yeah. 
because I can't, I mean, I think I've been very blessed that I've not had just, just stupid teachers, you know, um, I think fondly, um, on most of them. Um, and then there is just a, like literally, I think two teachers that two or three teachers that I'm like, okay, those were my favorite teachers. Um, but I can, you know, easily give you a list of maybe my top 10 favorite teachers compared to, you know, who was the worst. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not, I, I, I'm kind of the same way. I don't think I've ever had many terrible teachers. Mm-hmm. If I do, I don't, uh, you know, I haven't really remembered. They, they weren't terrible enough that I remembered them. Right. Um, but I do remember there was, um, and, you know, maybe this is like you were saying, it, it's kind of related to, um, you know, the fact that uh, I didn't really enjoy the class. Um, but I had a, stu- a, a teacher by the name of Mrs. Hartley uh, in high school, and it was uh, my geometry teacher. And I, I really struggled with geometry. My whole life, I had been really good at math. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, they, I was always like accelerated. Um, but then when they put me geometry in, happened. <laughs> yeah, in geometry, all of a sudden I was like, what the fuck is this? It's not math. And they're like, yo, sure it is. And I'm like, no, what all this, all this shit you're asking the proofs and stuff. No, <laughs> ask me what, you know, what see, I enjoy geometry. Is, I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've been really enjoying geometry and just yep. hated algebra. Yeah. See, I know. I mean, I can, I can, you know, what real math. Oh my I gosh. could do like split, uh, split second, but geometry was like you know okay think of this as a, a nonlinear plane. It's like what? <laughs> you know, do the proof. I'm like what? The whole thing was just I don't know. It was just so bizarre to me. I can't do that. Uh, of course, I also also struggle with like reading maps and like any kind of spatial thinking. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I don't do that. Um, you know, if you want me to get someplace, you better give me some fucking written directions. <laughs> you know. Um, that's zero sense of direction. Yeah, and I've been told that many times. I have oh zero sense God, of direction. Oh, my God. That's um, insane. Really but, you know, you write it down. I will follow it exactly, and I will get there if you're right. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, I just I can't do that kind of thing, and so I hated that. And I, and I don't think it was necessarily that she was an awful person. Because I knew people who really liked her, but I had trouble connecting with her. And I think it was simply one of those things where I would ask her a question and she would answer it. And I just could not understand what the hell she was talking about. And then she would, you know, ask me to explain what I didn't understand. And of course, then she, I don't think she could understand where I was coming from either, you know? Um, So, yeah, I guess that would be it. Um, so T'Challa, who was your worst teacher? As I'm still in school, I probably shouldn't say. Oh, so it's a current teacher. I didn't say that. That's the implication, though. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That would be like saying, that would be like saying, what's the worst relationship you've ever had? And you saying, you know what? I think it's best that I don't answer that right now. You could just know whoever your partner is, if they're in the house, they're kind of looking up like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so your teachers are all now listening to the podcast, leaning forward, 
going, what's he about to say? Yep. So, I mean, I think that if you, if the teacher is no longer a teacher, it's fair game. And I mean, realistically, exactly. what are the chances of them even listening to this or knowing you said it? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, okay. it isn't a current teacher. Um, I gotta say, my sixth grade social studies teacher, Miss Dykes. Mm. All right, so she was terrible. She didn't teach. She, okay. She didn't even teach. Uh, she she kind of just every now and then there would be a PowerPoint. Yeah. And you would go through the PowerPoint, and uh, she she just give you like busy work basically, and she didn't teach. Mm. Yeah, that's, those, really that's frustrating. Yeah. Expected to know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's and certainly I don't for like love social studies classes. Yeah, and that's usually your thing. Yeah, like every second I was in there was painful. Yeah, and I think for people like yourself and me and Barry, where we actually enjoy the learning process and various subjects, it it is really unfortunate when you end up with with a teacher like that. Fortunately, I didn't. I've not had a teacher quite like that, but I can imagine how absolutely frustrating it would be to take something it's like you're taking something that i love and you're disregarding it and you're just dis yeah. discarding it you know and yeah it's yeah oof, no no absolutely yeah not. I, I hear students you know talking about other teachers all the time and and sometimes i'll i'll ask them you know so what's the you know why do you all hate this person and and usually it's they'll say something like that they don't teach you know, they just like give us worksheets and and, you know, when we asked them to explain something, they're like, you know, well, read what it says. <laughs> I'm like, mm, OK, but it's just hard for me, it, you know, as a teacher, it's just so hard for me to. To picture that, I mean, what because like sometimes I'll say, well, what are they doing while you're doing the worksheets? And they're like, oh, they're like on the computer. And I'm like, OK. I just can't fathom what you would do every day if you weren't teaching. I mean, what do you do? There's a lot of time. <laughs> it seems like you'd accidentally teach every now and then. <laughs> I don't know. But, hmm, that's weird. Um, okay, then. I'm texting, so that's why I was kind of quiet. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, I mean, I was listening um, to you. And I was like, okay, um, I don't know what else to say. I'm good. Something came up, though, when we were talking, when I was thinking about, you know, teachers that I didn't like. Um, I'm trying to, oh, so there's a teacher now I don't like. <laughs> but you actually work with this person, right? Yeah. Yeah, I work with this person. So you can tell um, us but I just about that, the situation, just not a lot of the specifics yeah. right I okay think they have a, they have a nasty terrible attitude um i think i know what now, you're talking about yeah i've talked to you before okay. because this person okay. had the audacity to come at me yes, uh, yes. after school one day and was you know insulting another student a student that i had and a student that they had and barry's um, like you hurt my feelings i'm going above you bitch no. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't that they hurt my feelings i know it was i know just, <laughs> totally unprofessional but but if you're gonna say things like that you got to know me first you know that's like when every now and then and i know this doesn't happen to you latoya but every now and then as a white person 
Well, thank yes. I will. I will be speaking to another white person, and they will just outright say something racist to me. And I always like stop for a minute, and I'm like, "Why would you say that to me?" And, I, and the only thing I can assume is they just naturally assume that I would also be a racist. Right. Right. And I mean, but, I mean yeah, obviously you look at Barry and think racist. Not racist, exactly. Yeah, I get it. Stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Aryan ideal. You can mm-hmm. look at me and tell. Right. And, um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's so when you come at me and you just start saying this kind of stuff about a student, it's like you don't know me. <laughs> why are you Why are you talking to me like this? But uh, yeah, anyway, I still dislike that person. Um, every time I see them, I don't speak to them anymore. Oh wow! Uh, you don't even pretend to I be never, cordial. You just no, act I don't, as I if that person does not. Much. Huh? Oh yeah, I mean, I don't. It's like you know if. If this person is there and two other teachers are there, I'll come in and say hey to the two other teachers. I'll just ignore them. I don't well, even look it at makes it. me think about what is it that Black Mirror episode where like that person is just they're faded out or or what is, what is it? Yeah. You remember that episode where like I, I do the yeah. filter one and yeah yeah. <laughs> Although to be, to be fair, this person doesn't speak to me either, so I think it's mutual. And I mean, when um, it's mutual, it's fine. You're both on the same page. Yeah. And I have, I have to admit, I, occasionally I've been a little bit unprofessional because when um, normally if somebody's dissing another teacher, mm-hmm. I'll either say, okay, all right, we need to move on, or I just pretend I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, but occasionally this year, I've heard people like talking specifically about this individual, and I have kind of nodded and go, yeah, I don't like him either. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my you know. gosh. Mm-mm. But I just don't understand why people like that are teachers at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get it. I mean, I definitely if, get it. If you dislike students that much, why are you doing it? Something else, you know. And if you just really love teachers' retirement and you love the benefits of summer and that kind of stuff, go into administration. Yep. Get out of the classroom. You know. That, so, do you anyway, think this person would be that. any better in administration, or just that stank oh, attitude would be terrible? Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, they'd be terrible. This is the kind of person who um, turns in other teachers um, for doing things that they don't think is right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like it's the not like when I did it about them, <laughs> but it's like the stuff they're doing is like petty stuff. Um, like for instance, we have duty weeks where we're supposed to be on duty at a certain time in the morning, a certain time in the afternoons, mm-hmm. right? And um, I'm always on time for my duty in the mornings, but sometimes in the afternoon, I am like five or 10 minutes late because I get stopped by students, right? Um, while I'm going to my duty, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I learned like, like this person, you know, will sometimes go to other people and say, well, I just want to let you know, so-and-so was 10 minutes late today and they were five minutes late yesterday. And it's like, really? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is, this is, you know, the kind of stuff that you're, you know, worried about. <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. Yeah, at least, at least when I go to talk about people, it's because they've, you know, said I'm not going to help somebody pass, and they're calling them, you know, assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't like this person. I don't know if you can tell. Well, we should but. probably talk about the elephant in the room, or the topic we've managed to somehow missed completely. Um, oh God, we're not going to talk about 9/11, are we? We are. We're not, we are. No. Nope. 
Naturally, you have to rain on the parade. So I'm not going to get into it too much, except to say it is one of those events where it's like you remember where you were, what you were doing, all of that, when that happened. Um, I was a GMC. I just started working at the library that month, in fact. Um, It's still so I I've mentioned it here and there, but there are certain topics and things that I don't really like to get into. You know, I don't really like to get into conversations or watch documentaries or anything like that on on things that are like that are that is about like racism and that kind of stuff um it's just very touchy for me terrorism is also a part of that grouping um of things that i just don't really you know i i have been i have avoided all documentaries all whatever on 9-11 because i mean for me you know i was we we were alive when this happened this was literally very close to home um and there was kind of the whole shift from life before 9-11 and what was what happened after and my mom had made a comment recently where she's like i mean just something as simple as you know if you think about it barry uh, t'challa doesn't know life without the tsa and yeah. it's like, you know, yeah, because I mean, I'm like, I remember flying on on planes where you could still smoke, where they served you meals, where they had real silverware, all of that stuff. And it's like, yeah, they don't know what it is to not have the TSA. <laughs> and um, I think she was talking to someone and she was like, yeah, we used to be able to just walk up to the gate, you know, do all this stuff. And, and they were like, what? You know, and I'm like, I, I told her, I said, you know, I, I appreciate when I was born, I said, you know, me being born in 1980, so much of life has changed in those now 40 years. It's insane. The frame of reference for um, for me is vast compared to, you know, kids now where it's like they don't know life without the internet. They don't know life without, you know, cable, they don't, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't even feel that old. I mean, I know I'm getting older, but um, 9-11 is one of those, circling back, that um, we, when we went to the game last night, they did a tribute, you know, a moment of silence and stuff, and it was hard for me to not cry, um, because it was, I was telling someone, it was the singular day of my life where I felt the most scared. Um, yeah. I'm like, I, I remember. I did want to oh, go ahead. No, well, I was just saying, I, I remember where I was. I remember looking up at the sky and thinking, oh, my God, is this it? You know, um, yeah. it's just it's what it's 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 just a hard topic. And I can't believe now, you know, I also took the time to think about where I was in my life at that period and how much has changed in those 20 years. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it, it today is a very important day. Um, and I think it is important that we allow ourselves the time to think about what impact that had on your life and the life of others when these types of things happen. I did watch um, the Netflix documentary they had on this week um, about 9-11 and um, a couple of the podcasts I listened to of course had 9-11 episodes Um, but yeah I remember that day, yeah, that day just being so scary and mm-hmm. all, very surreal. Um, and I remember being uh, hoping, because there was some rumor, that 
And this was the thing I think so many people forget is at first we didn't know who did it. We didn't right. know who was behind it all. Or that it, you you know, know, at first it was like, oh, is this an accident kind of thing? It just right. And I remember um, being so afraid that it was going to be something like the Russians, and this was going to lead to like you know actual mm-hmm. World War Three or something, you know. Um, but yeah, it was a Tuesday. I remember that. Yep. Because um, it was Super Tuesday, was Tuesday, at, the, Tuesday. At, the, at the at the um at GMC it was Super Tuesday, which is like right at the beginning of the the semester, or I guess where were we on quarters wow. then. So so yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and on Mondays and Tuesdays, I didn't go to work until noon because I worked uh, 12, 12 to, to 9. 9. Yep. Yeah, and um, so I remember I was at home. It was a little after 9, and I was watching L.A. Law and because uh, that's what I did on Monday and Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And uh, the phone rang, and it was my mom, and she said that a plane had just hit the World Trade Center, and I should turn on the news. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. She says, it's on the news. You got to turn it on. And so I got off the phone with her, and I turned it over to the news. And I was watching it when the second plane hit. Because at the time, they were saying they thought it might have been an accident. Right, exactly. You know? and, uh, but when the second plane hit, you know, everybody was like, oh, obviously, this is not an accident. Something's happening. Um, and I remember... Um, uh, Carrie, who was I was married to at the time, she was at work, and um, I didn't uh, message her then. But when the attack on the Pentagon happened, that's when I really started to get scared Mm -hmm. because to me, I mean, how could you attack the Pentagon? I was like, how did that happen? And um, and what's interesting is when we talk about nine eleven, a lot of times people forget about that part. You know, it's like it yeah. wasn't just the Twin Towers to come down on that day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there are rumors that there are other planes they had lost mm-hmm. contact with at the top. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we found out about one that, you know, was headed towards the Capitol or the yep. White House. They're not sure yep. which one. Um, and so I remember that I uh, went and I booted up the computer and connected to the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when I finally got on there, I sent an email to Carrie and I said, yeah, um, you know, two planes have hit the World Trade Center and a plane has hit the Pentagon. You know, they're saying we're under attack. And she said that, um, yeah, an administrator had come by and had not told them anything, but it just told them to not turn on the televisions mm-hmm. or the radios or anything to keep everything off. And so she 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 knew something was up. Um but she was very concerned because, uh, like a teacher who was on the same hall as her, her brother worked at the Pentagon. And so, you know, she went and told that other teacher. And, of course, the teacher was very, very upset, concerned. But uh, the brother was fine, though, we found out later on. Awesome. that um worked on, like, the other, the complete other side of the Pentagon mm-hmm. from where the plane hit. But um, I just remember for uh, days afterwards, and I try to explain this to the kids because they have no conception. I said, it did not matter what channel you turned it on. Mm-hmm. MTV, Nickelodeon, everything. It was everything like the world was stopped. Showing the yep. yeah, everything, everything stopped. Was showing and um, there is nothing, you could, not, you could not escape it. No. Um, no. And I remember that was hard too. Because I mean, I remember me and Carrie just popping in DVDs you know, to watch it. Cause I mean, you just couldn't watch it. Couldn't eat. It was just too much, 
You know, you had to do something. You couldn't flip over to watch Andy Griffith because there was no damn Andy Griffith. You know, it was <laughs> yeah. just this 24 hours a day. And, um, you know, yeah, it definitely was uh, definitely the scariest, you know, moment um, of my life because, uh, yeah, I mean, when they hit the Pentagon, I was like, you didn't know what was going to happen next. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, and that's Pentagon, so true. Crazy. Yeah, because it's one thing, yeah, when it was like, okay, the, the Twin Towers, which in itself was just horrific. But then, yeah, when you yeah. hear, oh, and then they hit this, and then it's like, oh, they're, they're you know, it just, it, it was the last day of my life that I felt completely safe in this country. Because everything yeah. changed after 9-11. Every, anything seemed possible because I'm, you know, we grew up during a time where, you know, there wasn't any issues as far as you know like wars with us or you know like on on american soil there was nothing that made us feel like we were unsafe being here in the states like we we buy into that whole the us being a superpower but when something like that happens to you in your own home essentially everything changes and so yeah 9 yeah, 11 kind of marked the beginning of things going back shit <laughs> just because i'm like it, it almost feels like things get crazier and crazier each year or it's like better yet it's like when you think things are calming down and going back to normal then you realize that normal never really existed but um yeah but yeah so 9-11 is a very difficult time for me um and it is something that i will honestly never ever forget so yeah. yeah it was rough it was very very uh t'challa was um six years away from being born mm-hmm. so. <laughs> but yeah it was like when when my mom said yeah you know the you know my niece and nephew weren't even um around and i was like oh my gosh yeah wait a second it just but yeah the wonderful things as a result of 9-11 tsa you know, and not being able to carry liquids or, you know, whatever of certain sizes onto the, I just, things got crazy. It, it did. And unfortunately, as with everything that happens, you know, at the beginning, very acutely, people are on, on edge and being um, very vigilant about um, being more mindful. And then time goes by and it's as if they've forgotten that it even happened. So yeah anyway so we need to end on a happier note barry so that falls on you tommy yeah i don't know why you want to do that at the end Um, because i legit forgot i was i was in a bliss at the moment at that time and just forgot about it wow but i felt like we needed to talk (laughs) about it because that was important it is important okay mom told me that there's still apparently people some people's remains that they haven't identified i'm like how the hell do people not yeah it's like she's like a thousand or something people that they have not figured out who and i was like how do people not know that they've lost a person and my mom was like you know think about people who especially in new york who like don't have any familial attachments to anyone you know um i was like that's just insane i mean it'd be like me finding out today that a family member was killed on 9-11 you know, it's like, but it's been 20 years. How did you guys not know this? So, I don't know. 
not yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of people who are who are listed as missing, mm-hmm. but they haven't mm-hmm. been able to identify the remains because you know they they don't have they haven't had time to DNA them or they don't have a DNA sample to match with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're just bones or whatever, nobody can I, vi- vi- visually identify them. Right, right. Uh, part of the issue is that you can say, well, my husband was there, and he we never found him. But we don't. But until they match him with the remains, those remains are still unidentified. But to think about something like that and it being twenty years yeah. years later, it's kind of insane to me. But yeah, it just and you know everything that happened as a result of it, you know, in a, oh, being yeah. involved in yet another war that we kind of had almost no place in, but or just shouldn't have been there. Um, I just um anyway. Yeah. Yeah, agree. Something good. All right. Rainbows so, and yeah. ponies and <laughs> Yeah. Um as, oof, all right, let's see how we can uh kinda <laughs> come out of the anyway. nose Oh, that yeah, was bad. Um, that was bad for choice, but what oh yeah. Um Jesus. Uh so I'm still getting mail from the Scientologist. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. So I got another handwritten envelope from them uh, yesterday, you know, inviting me to come to their services. And um, yeah, so that's kind of funny. <laughs> it is kind of funny. It is kind of funny, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, well and on uh, that note, um, then, Scientology. Yeah. Scientology, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think at some point before the end of the year we should do a live show. And just have it on phone with them. Well, no. I, what I was thinking is that you know maybe we could do something like a you, you know, we could either meet up in person or somehow you know connect uh, visually and do like a Facebook live episode. Well, I mean, we can do a live stream on with the the service that we use. They that is a functionality that, that they've added in. Um, but yeah. But how I, would people like know we were live? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I never really looked into it because I was like, you know, we're always, you know, um, yeah. recording it and putting, you know, putting it up later. So I don't really think about that. But yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of well, cool do to do a different weird. format. We yeah, we could do something weird, like do a Halloween episode live where we like use a Ouija board or something. Yeah, let's do that. I think that would be kind of fun. Oh, 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 oh. Um, speaking of dead things. Because, you know, uh, another really great topic to end on. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of the library. So um, so the other day I was at uh, Ingalls, and I was walking by, and I recognized um, the husband of the director who hired me. Okay. Um, okay. So, Elizabeth so Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. John. Johnny. And uh, so Johnny was there, and he was looking at me. And he was like, "I said, hey." And he said, "Hey." And uh, he says, "It's been a long time." I said, "Yeah, yeah." I said, uh, "You know, I don't live over on Oak Drive anymore." Mm-hmm. He says, "Oh, we don't either." And I was like, "Really?" So he told me, you know, they had moved and where they lived. And I said, "Yeah, I live, you know, someplace different now." Mm-hmm. And uh, he was saying, uh, he says, "So he says, did uh." Did you ever go back to the library? 
And I said, uh, to like visit. <laughs> he was like, no, no, like, like work there. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's like, no, no that chapter ended. I, yeah, so now I've been uh, teaching for like five years now. And he was like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. And um, he said that he had heard they had gone back and rejoined uh, Middle Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. And uh, he said that Elizabeth thought that was pretty uh, funny because she's, you know, they worked so long to get out of out Middle of, Georgia. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah. But it was just a, a minor conversation. But uh, it, it was still, I always yeah. like Don. Yeah. I remember uh, the time he could, he invited us over for a Christmas party, and he uh, he made curry, and it was really good. And because Johnny is Indian, I mean, I should mention that. So he made curry, and uh, at one point he says, "So, I uh, I have heard that you like spicy food." And I said, "Yeah, I said I love spicy food." Mm-hmm. And he says, "Well, do you want to eat the curry that I'm eating?" And I said, uh, "Sure." And he says, "All right." <laughs> so he put it on my plate, and that shit—it still burns now. You know, all um, these years later, so, <laughs> it was so fucking hot. It was like there was no flavor. I mean, oh, it was just gosh. hot. And uh, of course, you know, I was like eating, and he was like smiling at me, you know. And he was like, he was like, "What you think?" And I said, "It's always, it is really good. It's like it tastes like and, burning." <laughs> Yeah, it's like I have like tears in my eyes, you know, and I'm like drinking, you know, whole glasses of water, and but he was just eating it with spoon by the spoonful. Nope, nope. Um, and you know, I was like, I thought I liked spicy things, but apparently I'm a pussy. Apparently, so, there you go. That's the title of the episode. No, I'm not going to do that. No. And Gary's a pussy. <laughs> Oh All right, gosh. T'Challa, take us out with some uh, some good saying. Fuck mm. it. Bye. Fuck it. Bye. Fuck it. Bye. <laughs>